Hello everybody, welcome to the Powerful Truth Angel. Jason is sitting on the couch, legs folded up akimbo, piled high like a 30-foot cricket, or a swan, or a flamingo. Nobody knows the length of his legs, how long they go. I'll tell you this though, he is muttering inane phrases, saying almost nothing, but saying everything at the same time, and nobody understands him. No one knows where he came from, and nobody knows where he's going. Let's get ready to podcast the way you've never podcasted before. Does jet fuel melt steel beams? Nobody knows. Does podcasting change the world? Everybody knows. Everyone knows that everyone knows that we're going to go somewhere. Just just redo the whole thing. I'm, I'm completely smoked. This is one of those days where I should not be podcasting. I should be reading this thing I'm supposed to be reading, which I haven't read yet. And I keep saying I'm going to read it. I don't read it. It's really important to me to read it. And every time I sit on the podcast, I'm like, why am I doing this? This is so stupid. Of all the things to do with your fucking time. Like a complete, like I could, I, maybe it would be better for me if I slowly bang my head against the wall for 45 minutes and then read an ad read to myself. Look, they don't see me complaining. Yeah, because you're getting paid. $30,000 a month to do this show. So true. So why would you complain about anything that's happening to you? Money's flying outwards. Yeah, we have a we have a sponsor that wants us to sell uh, mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Microdose. Anyways, welcome to the Powerful Truth Angel Show. This is Alex Tutone, also known as Tutone, also known as Alex, also known as Lord, Lord Sri Lanka, King of the Tombstones. Big baby, tiny baby Jesus, young blood, Corpus Christi Misty, Dr. Doodlebug, Cream of Corn Mafia, Young Mike Check, Super Nintendo uh, Barendo Street, Capital J, Capital S, Capital U, that means Johnny Fuck You, Dr. Barbecue, sir. What'd you say? What did you say? Lord Sri Lanka? Lord Sri Lanka, yeah, it's one of my early nicknames. That's cool. I have 47 different nicknames that I oscillate between or vacillate depending on how you use the words. I don't even know what means what. We completely cooked, you guys. Um, if I can do this for 45 minutes, it'll be a minor miracle. I say we do a 30, 30 second show today and we're done. We can do a 10 minute. 10 minute show? Should we do it? Shout out the 10 minute podcast. Let's do a 10 minute pod because I would like nothing more than starting that though. It doesn't mean that we can't. I can, look, I can do whatever I want. I can sit here and just talk to you about what I ate today. You're right. I never had ads on the podcast, so. I'll tell you guys a story. You don't want, are you sure you don't want to talk about it on your podcast? Or? I'll tell you a story. Okay. It was, I think, the late 90s. Maybe, maybe early aughts, but I believe late 90s. Hey. It was a summer day, summer night, and I went to a party. And it was me, it was Tuma, it was uh, Self One, also known as Reek, also known as Fremont, and Arrow. I believe that's who it was. It might be someone I'm forgetting. I want to say Freck was there, but I don't know if Freck was still alive back then. I don't think Freck was there. So let's just say it was me, Tuma, Arrow, and Self, aka Reek. AKA Fremont, okay? And we we were at my apartment up on Pacific. It was in Venice. And we were walking down the street, and I think we were coming from one party and walking to another party. It was summertime, 
great easy times. Uh, you know, the beer is flowing. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Neither. No, I, what are you, why the fuck? Bro, stop. What have, of all, we've been doing this show for two years, and I tell a story, now you put music on, in the middle of my story. Well, it was nice last time. What time? When you put the music in the headphones, and there's a beat that I could freestyle over, sure. Twice you've done it. One time you just interrupted, I was just getting, I was, I just, this, this, see, you have to, you have to look at yourself here. You gotta take a look at yourself. Think about this, I want you to think about this later. Think about this. You look at my face, you look how tired I am. You see the bags under my eyes, okay? I'm running myself ragged. I tell you, I'm, hold on, I'm telling you that I'm smoked. I tell you that I've smoked and I don't want a pod today. I tell you I can only do a 30 second pod, I want to do a 10 minute pod. You, you, you take all that information, I finally find somewhere to go. I find a tangent to go on. I start to settle into it and you interrupt it with some jingly, jangly, bullshit, fucking gingerbread man beat. Think about that. You have a, it's like a, it's like the, you know, it's like the kid that can't not say the word peep when they say, don't say the fuck, don't, don't, don't let me hear a motherfucking peep out of your mouth. You're the guy that has to say peep. Yeah, usually. You should have said peep. But that's different. <laughs> you should have just dropped a hot peep right there. No, I'm not that clever. So I'm confused. Okay, so now don't, uh, I'm have to go back. I'm going to see if I can get back. I don't even want to tell the story anymore. Now you're, you're, you're robbing. All right. You're, you're robbing the listener of a great story. He said it was a hot summer night, and I thought that's, that was really nice, sort of lead into some music. Terrible timing. Terrible. You know, it was a hot summer night. Terrible. I can see if you played, like, I don't know, uh, Will Smith's Summertime or any, well, we any song like that. Ice Cube. It was a good day. Copyright. Copyright these nuts. Okay, I'm gonna try again. Try to try to hold. Try to sit on your hands. Anything you think, don't do. Okay. I've learned this. I've learned at this point in my life that most of my thoughts are complete trash, except when it comes to uh, things that 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 revolve around uh, maybe my artistic and professional life. Those ones are pretty good. But anything else that I'm thinking about is usually wrong. So you just try to adopt that um, that uh, philosophy for yourself, especially in regards to interrupting. And I was just I was just settling into this story. I was like lowering myself into the story jacuzzi. I was getting all bubbly. I was going back in time. I was imagining what I was wearing, what I was smelling, and boom, like a sledgehammer, you interrupt the story and just take a fucking it's just like a giant, you're a gigantic thirty thousand foot pigeon just coming and taking a shit all over my, my proverbial car window story that I just watched and was ready to drive. I thought it would be nice. You thought what? I would react nicely. I demand an apology. I'm sorry. You're not sorry, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is to say, like, yeah, I'm sorry because you're asking me to apologize, but I'm right. Like, it's it's just... Uh, I've become an Italian. He's insane. Character. He's insane. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, did I offend you with my summer song? Oh. Yeah, I'm Andrew Dice Clay. I'm Jason Dice Nelkin. Oh! You know his whole bit? He goes, I came in her mouth so much it looked like her fucking teeth were melting. Oh! Talked about it. Jason Dice Nelkin. Hickory Dickory Dock. Hickory Dickory Dock. Omar walked down the block. The bitch was slow. I had to go because my father is Dr. Spock.
I'm smoked, you guys. Nice try. So listen, he's and then he's snarky, then he's snarky, and he says, "Nice try." It's, it's just not the day. Today is the day that here's here's your punishment. You have to go down and fill me up with water and give me an apple and wash me an apple. Don't spit on it. Don't rub the apple on your ass because I have nanny cams all over this house. All right. Okay, I'm gonna eat an apple. Listen, guys, I'm gonna tell you. Let's, let's hope that Jason doesn't fuck this up again. Okay, so in summer, in summer, it's the late '90s, most likely. I'm maybe, I'm maybe 20, probably a teenager, probably 19, I would guess. I'm walking from one party to the next, definitely stone, and I'm with Tuma, I'm with Arrow, and I'm with Self, aka Fremont, aka Reek, W-R-E-A-K. That's Reek, A-W-R, Arrow, A-W-R, Tuma, uh, CTB. Okay, so anyways, we're walking down the street, and there might have been someone else with us, I do not remember. I do remember, though, I had on a nice, I had a new, it wasn't a summer day, because I had on, wait, let me amend this. This was a fall, this was a nice, balmy fall evening, because I had on a Carhartt jacket. I had on a very thick Carhartt jacket, it was like a Carhartt baggy blue canvas jacket, I was really proud of it. It was before Carhartt went. And, uh, you know, it was just like a really nice, heavy twill jacket. I had that jacket on. And the four of us were walking. We're walking down Pacific Avenue. I lived on Pacific. Uh, and, uh, what is that street? Superbia. I live I lived near Aardvarks, which is like a secondhand store on Pacific Avenue in Venice Beach. Okay? So I lived on the corner there. I lived under Bagel. I always tell stories about living under Bagel. And anyways, we were, we were drinking beers. Who knows what? We're walking down the street. I had a beer in my hand. I had a can of beer in my hand. They probably had a can of beer. We're just walking down Pacific, having fun. Like, like the world's on the string. It's in the palm of our hands. We're going from one party to another party. And we're just like enjoying the time of our youth without understanding that that was the time of our youth. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. He touched it. He extra touched the apple. Uh, so we're walking down Pacific and we're coming up on the corner to make a left to where this so called party is. And we're turning left, and across Caddy Corner to where we're turning left in to go towards the beach, which would be west. Caddy Corner is the is the dog park, and they used to call it Hooker Hill. Okay, that's the name it was called. I didn't name it. Now they would call it um, Sex Worker Mound, right? But back then it was called Hooker Hill. There's no longer prostitutes, sex workers slash on that hill. It was just now uh, just gonna be you know it was a few years before it got turned into like a dog park for yuppies. So we're walking, we're catty corner to the to to that park, and we're making the left to go towards the beach to go to this party. And, and Pacific is a block from the beach. We're making the left, and as we're making the left, you know the, the 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 group of us were kind of split into two and two now. And as we're making the left, someone's like, "They're they're coming. They're going to. They're going to shoot. They're shoot. They're going for guns, right?" And I was like, "And I'm not paying attention per usual. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever." And because people, guys would say that as a joke all the time. Here they come, they're shooting. You know, and you're like, oh, you know. And, you know, it was, it, look, that time in LA was it's extremely hot. I mean, crazy hot. Like you would see, you would just see, if you were not even involved in gang activity, you would be peripheral to it if you were outside and you would see it or get caught up in it just walking around. Like you could just be at a bus stop and get blown out of your shoes or you knew, it was just, it was pretty bad. So, so someone, someone's like, hey, they're going to the car. They're going to the trunk. And I'm, ha yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I turn and 
I look catty corner to the park and I just realized that there's five or six cars parked on the grass in the park where they shouldn't be. And, and, and trunks are opening. Trunks are opening. There's a bunch of cholos over there. And my first thought was like, oh, it's Venice. Oh, shit, what? dude. What? You weren't recording any of that? I don't think it was. Guess what, everybody? To add to today's hijinks, not only did it interrupt me getting into my getting into the groove of my story with a stupid jingle for no like out of nowhere, like how does that? The thinking is like is is if if I was producing the show and out of nowhere I said I'm just gonna throw lemonade on you. For no reason. And I thought that would add to the show. That's kind of what that was like. I think that would be great. No, I would, People like that kind of thing. I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like it, no. If it was me rude. and you did it, it would be a problem. You liked it last time I did it. I just did it in a little bit of a more a subtle, mm-hmm. more subtle manner. No, that was... No, that's nothing close to what last time was. Last time was... Ultimately, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> that was not even in the neighborhood. Also, I profusely apologize uh, for not turning on the recording device. I've never Jason, done this everybody, before, Jason. Ever. I riffed for about 30 minutes, which is like pretty much the bulk of my job to be done today. Having a rough one. And Jason didn't press record. So what you're going to get is the first half of this is just dog shit audio. Send Jason. Listen. Six minutes. Seven jump, minutes. Jump. It's only seven minutes. It felt like an hour. It felt like six hours. It felt like a lifetime. Yeah. Well, podcasting is like going through uh, traveling faster than light. The time is distorted. I wish I could take. Listen, here's my dreams. Jason. I wish I could take Jason and and dimensionally flatten him and put him in some sort of sphere and launch him into another into some other quasar, some other planet. My computer keeps beeping. I don't know why. So where was I, Jason? Do you know where I was? Because I don't fucking know. So there are a bunch of cars parked at a park. Okay, so I'm walking down Pacific, everyone. Okay. I'll just rehash in case this, in the case the audio is so terrible that you, who, who knows? I'm walking down Pacific. It's me, it's Tuma, it's, it's Self, and it's uh, AKA Reek, AKA Fremont. Excuse me. And it's um, Arrow. That's A E R O. Tuma was a skater who, I, who, I, uh, who was my roommate for a minute. Uh, and Self and Arrow were graffiti writers in my crew. And we're walking, and we're walking from one party to another, and we're drinking beers. I had a beer in my hand. And are you recording this time? Are you sure? Yeah, we're going. Green light, fucko? Okay. Red light. Perfect. So I'm walking, and uh, we look across the park. There's a bunch of cholos in the park. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. That's normal. I figure it's Venice, you know. Uh, And, you know, it's like somebody knows somebody, and they're not going to fuck with us, right? So... We're walking and someone goes, hey, they're going to the trunk. And I'm like, haha, you know, that's funny because like you don't think that's happening. And what happens is I look and these dudes, one, two of the dudes are already coming towards us. Two other guys are reaching in their trunks. And what they're reaching in the trunks for is not, you know, they weren't offering us sandwiches or showing us like T-shirt designs. What they're reaching in, in the trunk for to pull out of were guns. And what they want to do with the guns was use the bullets inside them to 
put holes in our body. Now, Where my theory: big guns, shotguns, and handguns. So yeah, pretty big. I mean, big, big, big shotguns. Shotguns are always big, yeah. even if they're small, they're big. Just so you know, even when a shotgun is tiny, it's huge. Right? Yeah. Okay. So uh-huh. basically, what happens is there's a bunch of them. Two of them are coming towards us, and two of us—that's Arrow and Fremont—they start running first. Okay, so they split and they book off back down the way we came in the middle of Pacific Boulevard. And those two guys are right behind them shooting at them. Boom, boom. I and this is all happening very slow and very fast. And I freeze for a minute because the rest of the guys are coming towards me. I freeze for a minute and and I'm literally stuck, stuck in my tracks for a second. And I'm looking and then the guy gets really close, maybe like 15 feet away. And I remember one guy was running towards me, and I could I remember because the way he was running, he had to swing the shotgun back and forth. And they come towards us. And right then is when I I finally w- boom wake up and book. And Tuma, I don't know where the fuck he went. He bounced. He went, he took a he just he he hightailed up the hell out of there. So then now it's me, and I'm running down the street, and they're shooting at me. And car windows are blowing up next to me. Um you know, it's buckshot. So it's like shit's just like, you know, you, and, 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 and things are like, you know, it's like shit's blowing up and I'm running. And I somehow, I somehow, I mean, I'm running fast, obviously. And I hook a, I hook a right and I run up to an, an apartment complex, right? I run into this apartment complex and then I run up into it and then I instantly run through it and then run out of it. Because I was fucking scared shitless. I'm like, I got to get, I don't want to get stuck in here if they come in here. And I run out. So I run up into it and then I run out and then I run into a little side area. Like, you know, the stairwells and apartment complexes, they're like these little deep shot, like these deep lean corridors. And I just, I duck down into the stairwell and I'm hiding and I'm hiding there. And, um, and I feel like, you know, I'm looking around. It feels like an eternity, obviously. And I feel like the coast is clear and, so I get up out of that area. You know, I wait a while, and then kind of everything's died down. Those guys are done, you know, trying to shoot us, and uh, and I wait around. And um, what is this fucking beeping? Just mute it. That's Discord. Why is Discord beeping at me? People are sending messages, or your, people are sending messages to your uh, your channel. All right, that's why. <laughs> Photo of fucking boomer. So anyway, so I'm, so so then I, I'm in my hiding spot, and I come out of the hiding spot, and I'm just dazed. I'm fucking stunned. Right. I walk. Um, I walk back towards my house, and that's where I see Arrow. Arrow's laying in the street. Arrow got shot in the leg. Okay, so Arrow, there's a small crowd in front of him, and Arrow got shot in the leg. And you know, uh, the ambulance is on the way, and then Fremont is on the sitting on the curb, and Fremont's like got buckshot in his back of his head through his back, but it's just like it's buckshot, so it's not you know it, if you're far away enough from it, it doesn't really fuck you up. It just it just gets in your skin. So he's got the buckshot in his in the back of his head, in the back of his you know the back in his back in the back of his head, and I pull over and I'm just and I and I and I um pull over and I pull up to Arrow and I'm sitting there and I'm just like kind of just shocked like I'm not sad I'm freaked out I'm not that freaked out, and then I realize I look down and I still have a beer in my hand the whole time, the whole time I had a beer in my hand sick and. Uh, and I had the beer in my hand. It was like, you know, it was, it was completely like crunched. And I, I think I drank the last part of the beer and sat there. And and yeah, what it turned out was is that these guys that were looking for Venice, 
decided to just blow us up because they knew we weren't gangsters. Like, I don't, I don't think any of us, I mean, we were definitely like a, a strange multicultural. It was obvious we were skaters or taggers or some shit. And I think that these guys, and uh, in, in, in from this other gang who I knew, I, you know, we found out who they were. And I feel like those guys were just like, well, let's just fucking drop these guys for the hell of it because we drove out here. So it's like, you know, might as well, might as well have something to, to report back, you know? So that's why they let us have it. And I remember... I remember this dude pulled up this little this little short little essay and he pulled up and he like looked looked over the crowd of people and just made sure it wasn't anyone he knew. It's like oh and he took off, you know. So that was my story of a nice summer day. And I, I believe what happened, this part I don't know if I've made this up because sometimes I wrote about this stuff later and like put a lot of alliteration and and you know, put my own spin on it. But I do believe that Tuma might have pushed pushed into someone's house. Like I think he might have went to another apartment complex, and I feel like he he jammed his way into some kid's house, and the kids were on shrooms, <laughs> and he, and this dude just runs in fucking screaming, or I don't know what he was doing after, and gu- after gunshots. Yeah, after gunshots, outside. and then all of a sudden, fucking this dude just like kicks your door down and like runs in there, and imagine imagine that trip. Some guy just moved to uh, Venice from from Massachusetts and was like, "This is a nice chill place. I'm just gonna do mushrooms and hang out and go walk on the beach." And then nope. You're gonna hear gunshots, and uh, you're gonna see, you're gonna see kids running around for their lives, and then breaking your door down and saying, "Shut the fuck up!" A microdosing magic shrooms are here, and you can get it delivered right to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So just think about this: if these are microdosing uh, allotments of shrooms, and those are micro, then you probably have enough to go macro. And you know what's interesting is that in the samples that they sent, they do give you a macro dose. They do? They do. They give you a full dose. They give you a 400 milligram option. Really? And they say, if you want to see the cosmos, take this. Well, this company is selling mushrooms. <laughs> and I'm backing it because I, if I was a person that could still take mushrooms, I would be taking them. I would be microdosing right now. I should be. I probably have better energy. Um, microdosing magic shrooms are here and it can get delivered right to you. If you're looking to take it to the next gear maybe a little bit of shrooms can help you get there studies have shown that that psilocybin works by creating new neural networks in the brain which help boost focus that's amazing new neural networks that's what i'm trying constantly trying to build over the course of the past 20 years of my life um can rewire your brain it helps help rewire your brain it helps boost focus creativity mood enhancement help fight addiction it's quite a claim it also it's also being used to beat it's also being used to beat depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Funny, we're living through an exciting time as we can see many states moving to accept psilocybin. I'm excited to share Schedule 35 with everyone, a startup in the psychedelic space aimed at providing quality and easy to understand products for those interested in the benefits of microdosing. All products come with clear guides. No need to worry about doses or indiscriminately toss bags of mushrooms into your mouth like a caveman. Don't eat mushrooms like a caveman. Caveman would just stumble across a pile of shit see something growing out of it and just take the whole thing in their mouth shit and all and they eat the shit and they eat the mushrooms and all of a sudden they're having a great time they're like you know what shit is good for you and it's not it's the mushrooms that grow out of it i don't know where these mushrooms go they probably grow in a lab i don't think they're growing out of shit it's one time i was in costa rica to tell you that story and then uh, they just go and they, they go and pick mushrooms out of the cow patties fresh and i took a i took one cap and stem and it was such a hard dose of mushrooms yeah uh, i felt like i was talking to god at one point 
Schedule 35 provides a reliable service with high-quality ingredients delivered discreetly to your doorstep. Their goal is to destigmatize and re-educate on the science and real-world benefits of psilocybin and to make it accessible to everybody, even Jason. Get 15% off with code PTA at schedule35.co. That's 15% off at schedule35.co and use code PTA. Start living life with a deeper meaning, more joy, and self-understanding today. Start micro-dosing, baby. All customers will need to manually be age-verified before they are able to purchase from us at their discount code. So that was my story about a summer day. I thought I'd tell a story because I'm so shot out today. And it just came to mind. And I told a story. And you know what's crazy is as much as Jason did, not only did he try, he successfully derailed that story in this pod. Did a really good job. Really, you know, like like those gentlemen who were trying to shoot us, really threw a wrench in, in my evening tonight. And uh, threw a few hand grenades at me. But, you know, I, I, again, I'm still here. You know, still doing it. So listen, how much, uh, what do you got, ad reads? Are we done with the show? I think that was a great show. <laughs> Let's talk about um, AI-generated imagery real quick. Sure. You know, listen, everyone's talking about it. It's our new sponsor. It's called the AI-generated imagery bot. And, uh, you know, it's just the rage right now. Everyone's talking about it. Here I have in my, my first attempt at AI-generated uh, imagery. Look at this. This is my, uh, I don't know if I'm butchering his name, but Hajime Soriyama Frog. I mean, come on. Pretty good. Look at that. What do you think, Jason? Would think, you like that on your wall? Yeah, I think it looks like a legitimate this, work of art. It's it's like a frog. I don't know. It's like a psychedelic looking frog. Yeah, it's it like a like frog wearing sunglasses that are also made of frog. You yeah, know? Yeah, the sunglasses have frog eyes on I the mean, top. I mean, it's pretty impressive. It's, it's an impressive work of of uh, painting by any means. You know, it, it's it's um, it's very sound technically, right? Yeah, it so looks awesome. And there's you, none of the facial distortions that you see. Right, there's not the usual facial distortions. I don't know how you skirt that. Here we have, here's where I typed in Johnny Depp. I typed in um, muscle-bound Johnny Depp with a gavel in one hand covered in red wine atop a pile of rubble in the style of Frank Verzetta, which, you know, am I wrong? It's pretty good. I mean, who wouldn't want this in their house? What are we doing here? What's happening? This thing is being real scary. Right. Johnny Depp is a gigantic muscle-bound barbarian covered in sweat and wine, raising his hands in victory, holding a gavel in one hand, a wine bottle in another, while standing on a pile of rubble in the style of Frank Frazetta. Now, I found that a lot of the people that are successful with these things, uh, they don't. They have less. There's less descriptors. The less descriptors, I think, the better. But then you can do you can do versions of it. You look at the bottom right here. Johnny Depp seems to have three right arms for some reason. I don't know why the AI does that. But this one's pretty good. This one looks like a like a crazy you know, Renaissance wine ad. I didn't ask for tattoos, but he's got tattoos all over him. Maybe because Johnny has tattoos. This one is also great. Here's a here's a full page version. We can get this blown up and put in your house, Jason. But I don't know whose arm that is coming from off screen with a tiny weird. There's a lot of little. Ed, there's a lot of edges to rough out here. This is great. This is Johnny in agony. This is Johnny after just a terrible bender. He's uh, he's jamming with his with his band, the Hollywood Vamps. Is that what they're called? Hollywood he's, Vampires. Hollywood Vampires are jamming. Uh, he's getting ready to do the next uh, um, uh, pirate movie, and he doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to act anymore. Who wants to? He just there's got to be a point at which, no matter how rich you are, no matter how much money you get, no matter how much ass comes past you, no matter how much cool cocaine. I mean, probably it gets really cool cocaine. 
I mean, you can get the same liquor we all get. I don't think there's secret liquor for celebrities, but I guarantee you that at this point you have really great, like you probably get to a point at some point in your drug career. If you're, if, if he, I don't know if he does coke, but come on. Um, but I, I guarantee you get to a point where someone goes, listen, you want real, like you, you want some real farm to table coke. I got people, I got a house in Reseda where they're like literally mashing cocoa leaves and like processing right there. And they're making you pure, like just beautiful, organic, free range cocaine. Farm to table. Farm to table cocaine. And you know what? No one's ever had it. I've heard of watermelon flavored among the elite. Yeah, that's not farm to table. That's not, I feel like that's not elite. I feel like watermelon flavored. There is a new thing going on too with pink cocaine, right? Did you have you Google that? There's okay. a whole new thing starting in Colombia with pink coke. It's called something else. It's taking the it's taking the coke scene by storm. Um, Very cute. Listen, cocaine cocaine's great, you know, but it's it's gotten really fucked up. Here's me just saying, hey, let's see if I can fire the art department and just make me a BXR <laughs> logo. And I gotta say, you know, not the worst thing I've seen, but I don't think it's ready yet to take over. This is me saying, let's do some. Uh, Let's, here's an attempt at doing like I'm just trying to put the 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 out the uh, the bot through its paces. So I say, give me a pencil drawn uh, moshing skeleton, and it gets really confused because the skeleton's got a t-shirt on under his bones somehow, and it's, and I say he's wearing Nikes. He's got Cortez on, which have which have the skeleton is now in the shoe. I mean, it's a trip what yeah, it does. The shoe has like spider legs. Right now, the shoe like is the bones. shoe is like a it's like a it's like a Cronenberg shoe. It's it's half skeleton. Have you seen Future Crimes? Not yet. No, I hear it sucks. Really, I heard it was sexy and captivating. Sexy. And ca- I still never saw the Northman, and I wanted to see it in theaters, and it bums me out that I didn't get to because I don't want to watch it in my house. I want to see it, you know. Well, you do live in LA, and it is still in some theaters. It is not really in any theaters. Thank you very not much. Not any real ones. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so here we are with this whole concept. It, this okay. Also, like here's where we're at now. Listen, this is the this is the AI doing a pencil sketch of a skeleton uh, wearing Nikes, and it's pretty fucking good. I couldn't put it on a T-shirt. I couldn't sell this, but it's pretty good. Yeah, for our audio listeners, they all look awesome in one way or another. They're just all very like distorted and like the uh, the I don't know the shapes are the the shapes are distorted and like there's weird appendages, like you said, coming out of things, and like the shoes are like morphing with the hands. Oh, and, you're you're saying that for the audio? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Things are oh, hey, together. audio guys, just turn on the fucking YouTube. Okay, how about that? You can also do that, but yeah. Uh, and then here's yeah. I'm not going to describe every one of these to you guys because it's <laughs> I don't have the brain power today. But here's what happens so, when I I'm said help. I said Shih Tzu with an Uzi and the fucking the bot went completely. A wall. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this guy looks like the rap. The, the bottom right looks like one of those rappers from like Atmosphere Slug era. You know, are you familiar with those guys? I'm not familiar with Atmosphere okay. well, Slug. He looks like one of those guys. He looks like one of those kind of like, you know, half Lithuanian rappers from Minneapolis who were who were very complicated uh, rhythmic, uh, very complicated lyrically. And they're probably still those kind of guys. Listen, there's a whole underground rap world. Okay, mm-hmm. of these. It's straight underground backpack rappers. And I think some of these guys are quietly being just like, well, everyone's like going up and down like the stock market, making all this money and flat. They're just quietly making money. They're just because they have a following. They got a loyal base. It's all self-made independent. And some of these guys, they own some of the labels. Some of these guys are just quietly just making shitloads of money and actually having a nice, decent life and not having to play by the game that the that the corporate uh, overlord said and set us up to play like they're not they're not they're working outside of the system they're like journeyman rap not journeyman they're master craft rappers and they're just kind of like plying their trade it's like they're it's like they're they're carpenters or something they're just making beautiful chairs and selling them to people that want them 
Do I want to want? Do I want? I don't want one of those chairs. I need. I need the easy. I don't want to. I don't want to work too hard to listen to shit these days. You know what I'm saying? You do want easy to find chairs. Don't look at me. Okay, so here's me. Here's me doing chrome rows. And again, you know, it fucks it up because this is all. You know, I go, hey, draw a skull with sunglasses in the style of Raymond Pettibon. How you like that? Not so bad. Not so good. Looks like clip art. It's not so bad. Yeah, most of those not too distorted. Chrome roses. And then I say, give me a chrome rose. And it just puts a big diamond in the middle of the rose. It looks cool. Now this, okay, this is the first thing I've hit where I can actually possibly. It's a chrome rose. I can take this chrome rose and I could probably put it into a graphic maybe. Might need some tweaking. I'm just trying to see if I can like, look, man, if I can, if I can figure out a way to, to cut some corners. Um, this is when I, re I let Renee... I let Renee into the Discord and I let him do, um, what do you do? Clown in the style of Marlene Dumas. They all look like an old German woman, interestingly. Pretty G cool. Given the name. That yeah, you gave, pretty you know. cool. Chrome roses, chrome roses, chrome roses, chrome roses. Wow, look at that. Look at that, Jason. That one looks great. That looks like actual chrome. Yeah. I think with some finessing and figuring out how to properly speak to this thing, you can, I mean, this, is, this actually looks pretty good, you know? Oh, if yeah. you just kind of do things in the style of. And we'll get into other people's uh, other people's Discord art. This is great. This is Outcast in the style of MC Escher. <laughs> That's another Renee one. He did a good one. And this I like really this good. one personally. This is Trump in a zoot suit. I mean, these are these are. This is like amazing. very Art Deco jazz album cover. He looks amazing. His face looks good. His mouth That's is cursed. Story. He's wearing makeup for some reason. It's awesome. Jeffrey Epstein in a pink Batman shirt. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein in a pink Batman suit. Okay. Again, there's not a lot of Epstein. Yeah, it just looks kind of like a thicker guy. Just like a, it looks like a middle-aged guy. Yeah. And then Outcast and the style of MC Escher. Pretty fucking good. I don't know why some of these work really well. Some of them, some of them like the eyes are like on point. Some of them looks like they have six eyes. And here's where it gets a little screwy. Again, Trump in the zoot suit kind of crushes. <laughs> I don't know what style of art this is. It's very, it's very pastel. You know, it's like very, it's very much, this is like what George Bush, this is like George Bush's portrait of, of Trump. <laughs> it does look like that. It's like George Bush just drawing Trump in a zoot suit. Here's Trump in a zoot suit, more of that. And the thing about this is great, you can just click on variations, it just does new ones. Here's Trump in a zoot suit in the style of Frank Miller. Mm. You need to get tatted with one of these, don't you think? Me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you pay me. So Here's a George Kondo skull, not bad. Not, I mean, come on, not so bad. I, they all look cool in one way or another. Like, yeah, but that's see that's the problem with this stuff is everything looks quote unquote cool. It all looks like kind of like some some retarded cousin of Beeple. You know what I mean? Beeple? Yeah, you know Beeple crap or whatever the fuck. The guy that like made seventy thousand million dollars in NFTs like right out the gate. You know who Beeple we'll is? Come on, I'll man. put a picture of. We'll find him. We'll go. We'll go through oh, some yeah, Beeple. Yeah, I see. You know that style of art. It's like fantasy Photoshop shit. Yeah, it's he like he cranks kinda, it out. He made so much money right out the gate. It's almost listen. I feel like dreamy, I, dreamy I, vibes. Yeah, dreamy vibes. Sure, Jason. Okay. I feel like the whole thing with this, like, <laughs> I feel like the whole thing with with you know with this crypto market and NFTs and all this stuff. I think that a lot of people are making a lot of money way too fast and way too easily, and it's not good for the economy. I do want people to make money. I would like. You think I wouldn't like a big fat nft check i'll take one of those but the problem is i think that too much is flying out too much money went out too much money went out during covid too much money is going out in crypto we have we're in the middle of a war all these things are creating a superstorm, which is like we're going for a recession and the way the white house likes to talk about recession right now is it's either capital r or little r which i think is capital b for bullshit because i think a recession is a recession and i think we're all gonna get fucked 
right up the ass. Now here's a petty bond with skull that's not pretty pretty good. It doesn't really. It looks like a human did it. You know, it looks like it looks like a human took a crack at it. Not great, but but better than what you think a computer could do. So where do you see this going? How do you see people using this? Uh, How do you see yourself using this? I mean, I think eventually it it's gonna be. I mean, this is like you know this shit just launched for the public, right? So uh, I think it's gonna get pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, I don't think there's ever going to be, I think this is going to make art more valuable hand, like human made art. Right. And I think this is just going to, it's going to, it's going to kill a lot of people's jobs. A lot of advertising people are going to eat shit behind this. Um, once you figure out how to master the algorithm, you can just have it paint in any style. Let's say a couple years from now, it's kind of fucked. And also when they figure out, I mean, I'm sure they can do this with video now too. Do uh, it, you, you type in a Kiko and be like, zombie jumping off a building. Like at some point, at some point the AI will be able to register CGI level shit. And that's when people are in deep shit. Cause like you're gonna, you're, you're talking about like entire, uh, entire swaths of humanity who's, who've learned, spent all their time learning, you know, blade whatever these programs are blade or crunch or i don't know what i forget blender all this stuff the other one i forget that they're called um close enough an entire entire chunks of 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 people who's who've been toiling away for 20 years doing motion graphics are going to eat shit behind this at some point i think yeah um look at this look at this and look i'm not a huge fan of tupac as a musician i love tupac as just kind of a an icon uh he's great but but here's Renaissance Tupac. I mean, that's really good. Yeah, the faces all look. You know how long it take me to paint this in in my uh, in my iPad? Like ten minutes. Take took this thing one minute. It wouldn't take me ten minutes. I gotta say, upper left Tupac. I love all these iterations. Like these are these are four different guys. This is like a group. What's the oh, Renaissance Tupac? Yeah, is this the is a group of men who are all impersonating Tupac. <laughs> this is pretty sick. And in the, the bottom right one, there's like a dog. There's some sort of dog Christ character. Yeah, it looks like. And, a the, and the left one, there's like... a demon. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, it's really crazy. You just type in Tupac Renaissance, it's like boom. This one again. This is where the this is where it gets glitchy because he's got he has four eyes literally. Yeah, and he has like another head. He has like a dog in his throat. It's insane. Yeah, but this is sick. I mean, if an artist look, if an artist started painting these, let's say twenty five years ago, he probably would have been huge. Can you elaborate on your Tupac uh, take? My Tupac take. Tupac's ubiquitous. He's just like an LA icon. I mean, I, I, I'm not like a diehard. I don't ever listen. I know all the songs. I know every fucking Tupac song because you don't have a choice. But I never, I never just be like, I'm gonna put on Tupac. I like the song he did. Like, if I was gonna play a Tupac song, it'd be the one he did with Method Man. I like that one. That one's cool. And also, also the, I'm thinking of the the Illumin the uh, Illum, the Illuminati. What's that? What's the fucking one? Illuminati Machiavelli. The Machiavelli album's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty dark. But I never go back and listen to him. Because I, it was like I spent entire like you know we, I grew up at a time where Power One Hundred Six you listen to the radio and you just have I mean Tupac was was being piped into your brain all, and driving around all day for years just Tupac like I'm talking years of it just too much of it years of no it's just it's just you big like I just I don't have a a year maybe one day I'll listen to it maybe I'll I don't know uh, this is when I started going on the Pokemon. There's something that I type that always ends up looking yeah oh I tried Spanto <laughs> from Born and Raised. And it just put like a bunch of like buff butts and this this emo guy with pink hair. Yeah, there's kind of a Tom, two with, Tom with, from Finland with earplugs shapes, and then yeah. So I don't know what it thought. I don't know if Spanto's not famous enough. I don't know what it is, but it didn't really do it. Uh, this is Ella. She did um, 
a turducken in a bathtub in the style of George Gross. <laughs> I don't know who that artist is, but you know. Here's here I put Biggie. I said a snail with Biggie's face. And again, it just misreads. Misreads. This is Ella. Ella is just a gorgeous older man with salt and pepper hair and a mustache, kissing a beautiful 27-year-old pregnant brunette in the moonlight with a shih tzu beside them in the style in the style of Otto Dix. I mean, pretty dead on. It's literally the, me and Ella. Yeah, the the yeah, you, you look eerily right on point on the, at least in the top right one. Pretty good. Most of them look a little more elderly. Pretty good. Again, Biggie Snail, not so great. There's me just kissing a dog. I like this because I'm kissing a woman that turns into a Shih Tzu. That's rad. Yeah, and I also a- have a couple Shih Tzus on standby. No, I'm not obsessed with Shih Tzus as a breed, but they are pretty sick. And I just put, uh, I put surfing. What did I do here? Obese frog on a <laughs> surfboard. Not fat enough for me, this frog. But it did get, the top right one looks pretty fat. There's like full. Yeah, but why does a surfboard have a surfboard on top? Why is he on a foil? Like, why is it upside down? Why is there a, a why is there a bird's perch stuck in the top of the surfboard? Because we're not. So the AI, the AI's got some shit to figure out. I didn't do, uh, okay. What is this? That doesn't work. <laughs> fat man with a mustache and a style of Andy Warhol. <laughs> Frank Rosetta style, Saddam Hussein <laughs> smoking marijuana. Kind of tight. Upper yeah. left? Oh, yeah. That's pretty fresh. That's a pain. Saddam smoking weed? Come on, man. I wish he could smoke some weed. It doesn't seem like that guy really got to enjoy life. Unless maybe, you know, he like, I guess maybe if you enjoy torturing people, right? Maybe that's enjoying maybe life. Maybe he had a palace and cars. Yeah, yeah, he probably had fun. He seems Sh- stressed out. He shot shotguns off a of balcony. What about this? Uh, check it out. It was bin Laden. Photorealistic Osama bin, bin Laden Hello Kitty doll. Now, the thing about this is that everyone's doing this. If you go on it, like, I, you know, everyone, we all we all do the same things and we go, we're like, let's try to be as fucked up and weird as fun. Huh? You know, Osama Bin Laden as a as a Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's like and, mixing 9-11 stuff with something more innocent. Generally. Right. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's putting the same shit in the algorithm. We're so we're all so stupid. We're all we're all just thinking the same thing all the time, thinking that we're thinking something cool. and We're not. But again, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they are very good. Pretty fucking good. And then this I didn't even do. Toilet in the style of Lisa Yuskavit. I don't know who that is, but that's Ella for sure. I like this one. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> photorealistic Joe Biden taping, take, photorealistic Joe Biden taking a nap on American flag. See, I mean, just some of the ideas you're coming up with, spurred by this, are also very good. I would say, like, okay. the image of Joe Biden napping on a flag is pretty funny. Surrealistic shit dude sitting on the toilet. That's Ella. Those look good. I just put for this one Grace Jones in the style of Jean Paul Godet, which is easy because he he did Grace Jones. There's a whole book on Grace Jones. Very, so it's very recognizable. Not too many facial distortions. How do you like this? Beyonce and Jay Z is Pokemon. <laughs> I like the I like top right young Jay Z as a as like a as a Pokemon. One of them also puts sunglasses with Pokeballs in the eyes. Right, like what cool the fuck? Design. Kurt Russell as a girl in the style of Frida Kahlo. Again, not me. <laughs> Medieval dragon with Drake's head. There's no Drake in this. So, you know. Oh, you may have actually a, a dragon is also called a Drake in some fantasy settings. So you may have. Uh, There's a dragon that's called a there. Drake? Yeah, sometimes oh, they're called geez. Drakes. You would know that. I do know that. Yogi Bear in the toilet. Chill. Very chill. Drake pregnant I think that's Ella one of them is Drake like in the womb I, right Drake pregnant but also giving birth to himself I mean it's pretty there's got to be some sort of a of a parlor game 
I put Smoop Dog as a baby instead of Snoop, and it made a Smoop Dog. I don't know what the fuck that is. This is a terrible show. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, we should. Well, we're getting close. We're getting close to being over. How about this? Photorealistic octane high definition broccoli wrapped in barbed wire. I mean, you can't just open up a podcast and read things that you. Let's just stop doing. Yeah, this. yeah. This no, we've gone. Terrible. We've gone too far. For we've now, gone too far. You're gonna it, have to cut this down. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but we, we, it was good. No, maybe a little bit. Chrome scorpion with venom dripping from stinger. I mean, to be honest, some of the ideas that you came up with are funny in themselves, and real great uh, podcasting. Yeah, really great podcasting. What else, Jason? Well, um, well, one second. Let me think. I love what happens when I put Sponto from Born and Raised. <laughs> it just shows these like insane gothic butts. <laughs> this is kind of dope, actually. Uh, Smurf in front of a pink Corvette, and then in like one of them, the Corvette is a Smurf. I mean, it's it's really nightmarish. Very nightmarish. This oh, one's well, great. that's one thing to talk about is like, you know. High oct- I don't even know what high octane means. I just see other people write it. But high octane airbrush style, pop a smurf in front of a pink Corvette. This is good. I, I was really trying to go somewhere. Steve Harvey is a monolithic Persian <laughs> god standing above his subjects judging. Again, he just looks like he looks like the guy that uh, the, he looks like the guy that says uh, that says he's rich and he has more. He goes, where am I and where are you? You know that guy with the. Uh, where am I? Where are you? Yeah, the guy talks about being super rich on Instagram, and he's like, uh, "Just put him." He's like parting the Red Sea in one of them. It doesn't look too Persian. I, I tried to do uh, Steve Harvey fighting Godzilla, but didn't didn't happen. Anyways, so that's uh, that's that's AI guys. Yeah, and that's that's the show. Do you ever think about how this is like no, maybe no, how our consciousness works during dreams? Yeah.